welcome to Put a Cork in It, hosted by yours truly, Monica Toby, someone who has zero credibility in the podcast world, but is trying to make it big. This podcast is for talking about everything under the sun with my friends, relationships, eating, working out, and really anything else you can think of. Please come along for the adventure that will probably make you laugh and cringe the entire time. Okay, welcome back to um, week five of Put a Cork in It. Um, I just, I just think of this as a wild journey. It's been fun to talk to different people about different things. And like I've said in the past, it's been cool to hear from people who I think I know everything about, and then you get them on here and you kind of feel like you're talking to a stranger. So, um, speaking of two of my friends that are sometimes strangers to me, I have two men on here this week, Jackson Williamson and JT Brown. And so we're going to go into a little bit of how I know each of them. Also, I'd like to mention that this is the first virtual podcast that I have done. So this is being done over a group FaceTime, which is pretty cool. So first, I would like to introduce JT, who I have known for kind of a year. He transferred to Miami this year. Um, But you could say that we've always been, like, meant to be friends, but we never were. Okay, and I'm going to correct myself. He transferred here his junior year, not this year. <laughs> but um, I would say I feel like we've always supposed to be friends because our parents have known each other. But, like, I never knew who you were until you actually showed up to the school that I was at. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I feel that. Okay, great. So what JT is doing next year is he is going to be going – to Montenegro to do a year of ministry, which was kind of a, um, what do they say in football? Like a Hail, a Hail Mary. I feel like this was like a risky choice. It's perfect. Yeah, like a risky choice, but it paid off. Yeah. Okay, cool. I'm glad we can all agree. And now um, to introduce Jackson, I would say that this is a very unexpected friendship that I never thought I would have. And let me tell you why. Um, Jackson was previously on the Miami football team and, you know, there's just like a stereotype that goes with it. Let's not, you know, beat around the bush. And never did I deem myself as to be someone who would be in a close friend group with a football player on Miami's football team. (laughs) Um, but anyway, that happened and Jackson is, uh, a Southern, like, would you say like a Southern... What do you say? Like, southern, how about how about gentlemen? Southern, a southern gentleman. I like that. Okay. To, um, to the podcast world, I am definitely the biggest fan of the Monica Toby podcast, <laughs> and I am on my live every Friday morning, ready for each episode to drop. So I'm just blessed to be on here. I mean, it's very true. I would say both of you are some really loyal fans. I mean, I send the like the Thursday night text of like, "Yo, what time we dropping?" Absolutely, you yeah, and I have adjusted the drop time for Jackson in the past, which is just huge. It is huge. I mean, anything to get you through your um, your employment, which is. Absolutely. Do you want to share with the people what your employment is as of right now? Yeah. So I'm working at a place in my hometown doing landscaping which is a blast (laughs) in the morning um so i normally am to myself the whole time so i throw in some headphones and text monica about when i can listen to her podcast which is always a blast fridays are always better than the other days 
Wow. That was the release date of Friday. Hey, that's inspirational. Okay. So I feel like some people might have some questions of like, where's the overlap between JT and Jackson, you know? Um, well, first let's talk about how JT used to be a jock as well at his old school playing soccer. So there Love we it. go. We got that comparison. Yeah. Smaller scale. Smaller scale. Yeah, yeah, for sure a smaller scale, definitely. Um, but also the reason I brought them on was because both of them transferred school. So JT transferred to Miami his junior year, as he corrected me. Um, and then Jackson left this semester would you say at the end of first semester yeah um as basically as the semester ended the first semester yeah in the yep. fall okay so we got one in one out you could say um and so I felt very interested in bringing both of them on just to talk about like kind of the ins and outs of what it actually means to transfer what are the things that go into it because I think people say it's hard but don't really talk about why it's hard or maybe even the benefits if I can even say that, of that come with going to a new school and, like, creating new experiences in a new place. Um, so I guess let's talk about, um, maybe give me a little bit of insight into how you were feeling about your transfer choice. Like, this could come with, like, confidence, nerves, a little bit of both. So, JT, how about you start with that? Well, thanks, Mom. That's a that's a great question. I think grew up in Hartford, so I was comfortable with the idea of coming home. Um, I had some friends, a few contacts here um, that I was excited to, to link with. So I had a roommate that I knew like decently well, who ended up being one of my really good friends here. A lot of nerves, but I also knew that like it was the right move for me. So I was excited to see what uh, Miami had for me for sure. Yeah. Totally. That's a really good answer. Yeah. And that's very unique of JT's um, position because he went to Talawanda High School, which is in Oxford, um, where Miami is at. So he was very comfortable with this whole um, town and did have connections. So I feel like that does change things and makes your experience definitely unique from a normal transfer situation. Um. And then with Jackson, I feel like yours is unique in that you transferred mid-year, um, which makes things maybe a little bit tricky. So you could go into that if you wanted to. Yeah, mine mine was different than JT's because of um, I was first of all I was leaving a bigger school, um, Miami, and going to a smaller school. But I'm originally from South Carolina, so it was basically me coming back home, um, which has been really cool to. Um, see and hang out with friends that I haven't really got to see in a long time because of Ohio being so far from home. Um, it, it's been cool though. Every it's everything's a lot smaller. It's a smaller scale. You see the same people every day, which is good and yeah. bad, obviously. Um, but yeah, it's been it's been really good. Pretty smooth transition. Besides, obviously, you know, missing. Um, just some good friends from Miami, including y'all too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a good answer. And we miss you too. Um, okay, so, so as you are going into these new schools, I feel like what I would be thinking, or maybe even similar to like when you come to your freshman year of college, like I'm thinking about, okay, who's going to be my friend? 
and how am I going to make friends in the least awkward way possible? Um, and like, how are things going to be natural? So do you guys have any insight on that? Like maybe share with me your thoughts on what was your strategy for making friends at a new school, especially if you were leaving friendships that you really enjoyed, um, and not wanting to compare those to like new friendships. Skiz, take it though. Yeah, bro. Um, I think for me, so Stays, who, that's Ryan Stays, yeah, I'm going to refer to him as Stays from now on. <laughs> goat. Um, yeah, Goat for sure. Uh, Stays kind of, he had been here for two years already and knew he had a lot of quality friends and so I at his hip. Um, uh, maybe like a little too much. I was kind of dependent on him just to meet anybody. Um, I remember like, you know, first night we just you just say yes to anything and everything. Like, if someone's having a you just go because um, you want people. And so it was cool. I remember going to, uh, I think, a Young Life party right at Texas, mm-hmm. um, a big house on campus, and meeting, like, people that were kind of ended up being my some of my closer friends for that semester. Um, Carrie Vance was uh, a gem I met there. And that was really fun because uh, I just got to meet a lot of people who, yeah, were – you know, either involved in Young Life or crew or something like that and uh, similar, uh, you know, interests and kind of hit it off. And so that was a good way for me to, to make some friends early on. Yeah, absolutely. That was a great synopsis. I feel like that's good to find like your core person, whatever your connection is to a school. And then, I mean, for lack of a better word, like using that person to like connect you to other people and kind of like branch out. Yeah, it's a, it's a strategic resource, we can call it. Yeah, and, like, let's be honest. It's not that Ryan was not aware of what was happening. It wasn't like JT was like, I actually really don't like this dude, but I just want his friends. So it's good that you guys were on the same page of him wanting to connect you to his people as well. Yeah, we'll stop now. I, w- I was at his hip, and, like, if I was him, it would been a little because the first night, like, you know, you were walking uptown, and I'm wearing Crocs with socks. <laughs> yeah, that's a so, problem. Like, I, would, if I, I would have been embarrassed, but he, like, you know, it's like, oh, yeah, come on, no worries. So I, I went to my first Miami party in Crocs with socks, so. <laughs> Not a part of it, was, to know, the podcast world, there's only a few people in this world that can pull that off amen skizzle is one of them skizzle (laughs) as jt brown by the way okay i'm not sure that i agree with that but we'll roll with it for time purposes um (laughs) okay so jackson tell us about your friend experience as you have gone back to your southern roots as a southern gentleman that wasn't bad thank you um it was close Close. My, you know, mine's a little different because I'm playing football here as well. So naturally, you get, um, you get close to the, you know, hundred other people that are on the team with you, um, just by spending time with them. You know, whether it's, you know, working out, social event. I mean, whatever. It's it's usually with the guys that, you know, you're spending a lot of time with. Um, another good resource that I used at the school I'm at is we have. Um, FCA every Monday night um, to where I've kind of gotten plugged in and met some really, really cool people um, there that, you know, I've been able to hang out with outside of, 
you know, school and sports, which has been cool um, to, you know, get away from that side of things to hang out um, with people, which has been really awesome. Um, and those have probably been the two kind of avenues I took going into um, Newberry, which has been cool. Um, it's been it's been a good time so far. Yeah, I think that's really crucial, too, of not just making, like, especially with you, Jackson, it would be really easy for you to just stick to, like, your teammates and not make a diverse group of friends. But I feel like that's really important to not only have one group of friends that's, like, your all-the-time people, but, like, there's other people that you can hang out with. I mean, yeah, and JT, JT understands this, too, um, playing sports. Um, And you, too, Mon, cheerleader. Oh yeah, hey. reminisce. Go comments. Um, sure, that yeah. would that would be another podcast for sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, but just like you know, being friends with people outside of of sports because it's a fresh perspective, um, and you can just kind of detach from what you spend a lot of your time on, which has just been so cool. Which is you know another reason why I think all of us got so close when I was at Miami because I just loved hanging around with people to where sports, I mean, really wasn't even a topic, you mm-hmm. know, it was just yeah. more about, you know, other very relevant stuff that I just enjoyed, um, just the company, you know? Yeah. That's really good. Well wow. Said. That makes me nostalgic. Um, okay. So <laughs> in terms of, making new friends so it sounds like it wasn't really hard I mean both of you are really friendly awesome people so it's not that I'm trying to start a narrative that's like it would be so hard for you two to make friends so that's not what I'm saying but more of like (laughs) shut up so basically what I'm trying to ask is like did you ever feel like you were forcing something like did you ever feel like you were forcing your way into a friend group and like ah I don't know if I should be trying to make it with these group of people like things aren't going well I might need to opt out and find other people like did that ever happen excuse I mean so the way it worked for us was we know Stace and I were kind of at the hip and and going to this different stuff and then um, I remember I remember when we kind of had our our first little like click was uh was milk and cookies junior year so we kind of ended up having our you know you know like when you make that group message right like and so it's solidifying yeah. yeah it's huge it's huge it's huge because <laughs> like, we're hanging and so it was uh yeah it was a good mixture of people um and that kind of ended up being like our our main our main group of friends for for that whole semester which was pretty cool and uh I didn't. I didn't feel like we had to force our way in because I, I think we kind of made our own. But, but eventually, um, yeah, things got complicated in that group, and we, uh, yeah, we other ways. But it was good. I felt like, yeah, I felt like, man, if we're being real, I felt like, yeah, like your group was like harder to break into. You know, like I don't know, because I feel close like we're close knit. Yeah. It was, you know what I'm saying? Like, it was tough. We're, like, man, I feel like the first real conversation I had with you was at Carrie Vance's 21st birthday party, right? Yeah. Never forget. No, um, but <laughs> I remember having that conversation and then just being like, like, we would see each other places, but I don't really remember when we first started hanging out. But I knew that, like, if I wanted to roll with you guys, like, I had 
like I had to prove myself first. And so, you know, Lance was a great, um, you know, he kind of helped me out getting me into that group. But it was that was tough. I'd say it was easy when we had our own thing, but when our own thing kind of went, um, yeah, ended up blowing up a little bit. We uh, breaking into the, you know, the crew elite was. Uh, I love that was, crew elite. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I really don't think that could be worded any better. Holy crap. Okay, no, I'm glad that you brought that up. No, that's good. I like when people put the heat back on me. So I know that was a lot. <laughs> no, I think that's good. Um, I think that's really funny because from my perspective, this is so funny. From my perspective, mm. we all really wanted to be friends with you. and wow. But we were like, oh, you know, JT, like this is his whatever, stomping ground, whatever. And we're not going to try to like force him to be friends with us but we were like yeah he seems really cool well and the other issue is we weren't really friends with ryan so like i had spent five weeks with ryan the summer prior but like we weren't friends before that yeah Yeah. so just to clarify it was a mission trip you know know, it wasn't like it wasn't a vacation five weeks weeks of dating or something oh my gosh Side note, isn't it funny how, like, when this whole thing is going down, that, like, people's perspective is just so different. Like, JT feels like he needs to prove himself. And then Mon feels like, uh, I really want to be friends with JT. Yeah. yeah. It's just, like, completely different stuff. Yeah, like, that's, why, <laughs> that's why it was so weird to hear you say, like, I knew if I could get in with your group, like, that would be cool. And But as I think about it, if I'm trying to have an outsider perspective, we – are a group that has been together from literally day one, very close since like yeah. freshman year, early sophomore year. So yeah. I understand how that would be very like, Ugh. like, can you even like get in? Are they accepting? Can you shake that? Yeah. <laughs> can you can shake you that? Shake. Sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I totally understand that. No, I think that was a great contribution. Thank you for that. So like, I'm, I'm, I'm flashing back to, like my, my first time hanging out with y'all, man, was um, <laughs> oh, gosh. I think I was at Milk and Cookies too. Yeah. To okay, to wait. I'm gonna take this for a second. You were in the worst mood. Okay, context for people who don't know, Milk and Cookies <laughs> sounds really ominous, but basically it's a gathering on like late Thursday nights. But anyway, um, Jack, that or, yeah. Sounds more- <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, Jackson was in the worst mood. And I remember I pulled JT aside because apparently we were friends at this point. And I, I remember, oh my gosh, you were in the worst mood. I don't know if it like, was you were tired. Just that though. You were like lingering outside, like on the phone with someone every five seconds and just looked very like unenthused to be in the setting. Dang. Yeah. I mean, hey, we're being honest here. And I remember I pulled JT aside and I said, yo, does he want to leave? Because he is not obligated to stay. Because we were hosting Milk and Cookies this night. And JT was like, you know, yeah, he'll probably want to leave, but I don't know. We'll see. So then Jackson came in and started pounding around with JT, whatever, making jokes. and Just terrible jokes. Probably. And I feel like, Jackson, you may be used to just, like, I don't know. I think, again, this is a stereotype, so part of me at this offends. But, like, I think as a football player normally girls are very much like oh like I'm just gonna be like really you know 
like act dumb and just like have the conversation, whatever. Whereas Anna and I were just like treating you like one of our normal friends. And to like go off of that, I left that night because I remember getting in the car with JT and I was like, yo, they're freaking awesome. Yeah, um, he actually said those were like, I think that's a, I think that might be like a quote. A quote um, for sure. And I was like, yo, like, we need to start hanging out with them more often. And I think that's kind of how it got kicked off. Absolutely. Yeah, another football term. <laughs> it's, just like, it's just like, Jackson, what are you doing? <laughs> um, but I really do think that's how it got started. I think. Yeah. I think that's somewhat accurate. Did that answer your yeah. question? Or no. No, that definitely answered your question or my question. Yeah. And also, I would like to bring this up, and I like to make fun of JT a lot for this. <laughs> But um, JT was not really hanging out with our friend group at this point either, regularly. So this was kind of the kumbaya moment, if you will, where we all realized that we should be friends because we all really like each other. That's fair, yeah. And to tell everyone listening, it kind of got to a point to where there was a group text of literally seven days a week, what is everyone doing? And we'd normally meet up close to Mon, wouldn't you say like every night? At, at least. Like Yeah. I think more than once a day would probably be more fair. Yeah, 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 yeah. And for the most part it's been positive. I would say the only thing maybe negative for Jackson was that before he started hanging out with us, his quote was, I don't eat fast food ever. And then once yeah. we all started hanging out, this man was a walking poster child. Yeah. Was it strictly Wendy's? Strictly Wendy's, but sometimes you, you know, fiddled around with some McDonald's. So I would say that we were definitely friends by the end of junior year. And then, yeah, 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 yeah. But definitely we're not hanging out regularly, I would say would be the distinction. As Lance and I used to, we would have our every Thursday night, like Chipotle play before crew. And then. That Arch is so cute. Yeah. Arch <laughs> and I started, uh. Like, he introduced me to Catfish in the Bottom, and, and the rest is history. The rest is history. That's oh perfect. God. That is perfect. This yeah. is like a walk down bromance lane or something. Jeez. Let's bring, let's bring it back, Can guys. People, Can people, we just ruin it? <laughs> people don't want to hear about your reminiscing. I don't know. We might have just lost 10 listeners hey, right there. Skizzle, I'll, just, hey, hey, Skizzle, I'll just call you after personally. We'll just talk about right. hours. Um, okay, so... My last question that I really want to talk about with you guys um, is, you know, as you're transitioning to a new school, something that I personally, like, I will even be honest here, something I would be thinking about is a new group of males to possibly be interested in slash possibly be interested in me. So do one of you want to take, maybe Jackson, um, what are you, as you're going to Newberry, was that something on your mind? Was that not because you're focused on football, you know, heading the game or? You know, it really wasn't something on, like high on my priority list mm -hmm. because of, I don't know, I feel like there were so many other things that I was trying to, you know, do um, from just, you know, male friends, first off, and just kind of fitting in from a football aspect of just, trying to feel comfortable around them. But uh, but going off that, one thing that happens as you get closer to a friend's is just social gatherings, whether, 
whether it be parties or, you know, things at night. So you, you kind of indirectly meet a lot of different people, right. female-wise, um, which I met a lot of girls, like, off different sports teams, you know, soccer and different stuff like that. But to give, I don't, I don't know, like, I just, it really wasn't number one on my priority list, but I think naturally it kind of just happens over time as you meet new people. Sure. Um, but, yeah, it wasn't it wasn't something I was, like, looking for the first day that I got there, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, I respect that. You know, like, the reputation for Miami and um, those attractive dudes and girls go to the school, you know, and so right. I'm from a Christian school. Um, the way that works, let me explain <laughs> to y'all what's in it. Yeah, explain it to us. If the girl is like, you know, this, I don't know, should I say this? It's like, most of the girls, most of the gems, for some reason, they're married off by their freshman year. Absolutely true. I don't know how it happens, but, and if they're not, they're dating Joe from high school, and they've been dating for six years. And, and, you know, I would say off six years, I think there's some decency that needs to be had, and, and you just say, you know, fine, like, you guys are... You know, you guys are a thing, um, you know, off the table. And so it, it was tough. Um, like 90% of the girls that you're like, oh, like I could be interested. You find out like, cause it's a small school, Willie, you know, it's like, you kind of ask somebody, no, like she, she got a boyfriend, like, no, she's engaged. She's right. married. I was like, how'd I miss her ring? You know, but, uh, back to Miami, you get, I don't know. I think I was like, I felt like I was maybe ready for a relationship. And, like, you know, don't get me wrong, I have my fair share of crushes. Hey, um, crush theory. Okay. Hey, uh, hold up. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> rest in peace, postman. If you're listening. Oh, my God. Thanks. That's actually so sad. Um, but, yeah, they just didn't work out. And I think, like, it was exciting to meet a lot of new girl, like girls and be like, oh, like. I'm Potential. Potential, <laughs> right? Um, and Mana, I do love what you said, you said at the beginning of this podcast, which kind of felt like a friend zone again, but it's fine. Uh, you said you and I were destined to be friends. <laughs> so, other than that, bro, that was low key a shot right was. at your face. Oh my um, gosh, I didn't even mean it like that. That oh, is so gosh. funny. So, I mean, Miami has been better in that area, except for every once in a while, you get that girl who's like, you know what, we were destined to be friends. Oh my gosh, I cannot. <laughs> um, okay, so here's what I'm going to say. From what I'm deciphering from both of you, it just depends. So, like, JT knew that the babe pool was going to be a huge upgrade going to Miami, okay? So he's feeling, like, pretty hyped about that and isn't necessarily focusing on sports. So there's a different perspective there. Because Jackson's going to a school to focus on sports. So there's a difference there. I was playing a different game. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Okay, but also what I'm going to say is you did go from a Christian school to a primarily Christian community. So was there some crossover there or was it completely different? That's a really good question. Thank you. I think, yeah, I don't know. It's di- there were some similarities like in in the culture of girls. Yeah, uh, and just that a lot of the girls are. Uh, I don't want to mm. say they they, <laughs> they just hang out in 
<clears throat> they hang out in groups. Right. Uh, cats, if you will. <laughs> context, please context. <laughs> no, absolutely not. Talk about breaking into like a friend group. It can be real hard. I'm so sorry, everyone. We are just having a little bit of a moment. Um, Uh, It's hard because you feel like sometimes, like the the community, having a small community, you feel like if you're dating a girl, you're dating her whole whole house. Absolutely. So, like, you got to be careful with that. And I think that is something that offered with me as I went. And I think I was like a little bit. I think I was prepared for that. Uh, Willie, I don't know about you being prepared for that. Yeah. Well, mine is like kind of unpopular opinion maybe is just like the, God, I need a girlfriend, a boyfriend. You know, it's just kind of like I've always kind of been one to just kind of naturally let whatever happens kind of happens. Right. Uh, but like pushing for that to happen has never been – something like high on my radar um but you know jt we've had a lot of good conversations about like literally what we're talking about right now and like i've learned a lot of him about like how it goes because i was kind of newer to i don't know the the right word would be kind of just the y'all's big group um from like the crew and athletes in action i don't know i don't even know how to word it but um it's i've learned a lot from jt just about it um you you kind of have to be cautious um in some ways of how you go about handling situations and making sure you're doing it in the most you know mature way and being upfront um because of you know if you do something that you know might have not been the best decision it could not only hurt that relationship with that one specific girl but it could hurt many other girls to where they could kind of carry that with them also. So you, I would just say caution and being as mature as possible is definitely the right road to start on when pursuing, you know, a girl. Huge. Okay. So I feel like you guys are a little bit beating around the bush. So let me just say something to, you know, put this on a little bit in perspective. So basically what these gentlemen are saying is that, um, you know, girls are going to travel in packs, if you will. You know, that's just kind of a vibe. Um, there's always going to be a girlfriend group, okay? Um, and so, in that, girls talk. So, I mean, that's just kind of a reality of, like, you know, getting involved with someone in a small Christian group or any club, really. It doesn't need to be a Christian club, Getting involved with someone in a smaller group of people, whether that's a club or friend group, is always going to have repercussions. People are always going to talk about what happened, why it didn't work out, and I feel like that's why sometimes it's like a mini Bethel, JT, in that, like, people are, like, talking about what happened between you and somebody else. Like, that's just kind of the natural thing. Yeah, I feel like, and I don't want to make it, and we call that the Bethel bubble, Um, but I don't think it's, uh, you know, negative... Because I think the the bonus for the is that they're looking out for each other. Yeah. No, that's very true. Yeah, it's definitely not a bad thing. You know, girls are fierce, okay? They keep after their own. They're going to protect each other. I think that's great. Yeah. But and that, another thing, it shows how close that that group is 
which is good because it makes you feel as a male that you have to like live up to that standard of treating them how they should be treated you know yes i love this the way that this conversation is turning you guys (laughs) (laughs) yeah some redemption here for us at the end (laughs) oh yeah some redemption for sure i won't put you guys in a corner okay so because of time purposes um which I've never had to say that so much on a podcast. You guys are just flowing with everything. I love it. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna leave with this question. Um, we'll start with Jackson. Um, do you, is there someone, you know, tying in this podcast to a previous one? Is there someone on campus that you feel like could potentially be a boo or even a summer fling? Last episode learned a lot about summer flings. Um, Mon, to be honest, no. I would think as of now, it's just, first of all, just these times currently is just like you kind of wake up and do the same thing every day. So I really haven't been seeing a lot of people and there really wasn't any potential booze, as you put it, um, (laughs) that were on my radar pre-quarantine. Um, but who knew? Who knew? I mean, maybe that was going to change throughout the semester, but time will tell. Time will tell. I'm, I'm kind of boring. Schizzle has more of a in-depth and better answer. No, that's a good answer. So, Mom, like, <laughs> what I was saying was before I said her name and then I cut out, so I, you're going to make me say it again. That's crazy. Um, <clears throat> you're asking for an actual name, like a, a real human no, girl. No, I wouldn't make oh. you say a name unless you good. want to. That's would be dope. I don't want to complicate our friend group like that, you know? Mm-hmm. So I'm just kidding. Um, I don't really, this is I'm always here. how he is. It's so annoying. I'm here. I'm, I'm with sorry. you. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, I don't really have, like, I think for me it's tough because I'm like going to be in Montenegro like a year from now. Sure. Or not a year from now, a few months from now for a year. And so starting a, you know, a summer fling would be tough. So is it, is it a temptation? Always. But I just don't think it's realistic. <laughs> what's so, it, but what you're refusing to tell the podcast world, Skiz, is that for you, there's just so many, like, options that you really are kind of just thinking about which direction to go for you, you know? It's like, it's like if I could take her to Montenegro with me, it's like, oh, no problem. But if that happens, like, we're probably banking on more than a fling, right? So Yeah, like, for sure. So that's, that's what we're probably thinking more long term. So it's tough. Um, I, as of now, no. Um, but I, uh, I do. I really enjoyed last week's podcast. Um, Miranda Cash just had some absolutely just spot on things to say. I agree. Yeah. I think Beck said, and I quote, summer flings are kind of like uh, – like a quick decision, like, oh, I might have a sandwich today. Correct. Oh, I might have a summer fling today. That was kind of probably my favorite quote from that episode. But um, I, I just don't plan on it. But since it is such a spur-of-the-moment decision, who knows? Maybe I'll wake up in July and be like, you know what? It's it's going down today. Summer fling's happening. Yeah, so, it's going down the I games. Love, I love your reference to summer games. Thank you. Yeah. It's a great song. It's an all-time, un- all-time classic. okay yeah i mean jt i feel that i'm also leaving to go to a new state in a few months 
Yeah. So it's kind of like, meh, you know, is there really a point? But, you know, it, you never know what's going to happen. We kind of have a lot in common in that way. Yeah, we do. Does that mean something or? We can talk uh, later. Maybe. I mean, y'all were, y'all were destined to be friends. Yeah. So, guys, quit. Okay. On that note, I'm going to give my formal thank you for being on the podcast. Um, sure, we had some technical difficulties on the way. But, um, yeah, might need to make some cuts. Might need to make some cuts. But you guys were great. Thank you for being honest about things that were kind of uncomfortable. I appreciate that. And thank you for the way that you encourage women. I love that near the end. Yeah. It is my pleasure. Miss y'all both. Yeah, miss you too. All right. Had a really good time, Moni. You know what? I appreciate that. So we will see you guys all next week. There's a lot to do.